Welcome to the monthly podcast, The Wealth of Generations. If you like to build true wealth for generations, this podcast is for you. Adam Smith wrote in the year 1776. Let us conclude from these principles that nature creates some men for liberty and others for slavery, that it is useful and just that the slave should obey. The reader will perceive how exactly this passage is paralleled by the statements of middle-class economists, that incapacity, laziness, and thriftlessness will inevitably condemn a large portion of the population always to labor for a mere subsistence. The above quote is what Adam Smith wrote in the introduction of his book The Wealth of Nations. I think this is a ruthless assessment of the situations of people who we might call employees today. However, many employees might feel precisely that way. In an earlier chapter, I described how a small portion of the country today owns and earns so much more money than the typical employee so that Adam Smith's statement may not be so far-fetched. There might always be many people who will have to work very hard for very little money. Emerging technologies like artificial intelligence or blockchain are putting more and more people out of work or require them to learn different, mostly white-collar skills. But this trend will be an opportunity for many to learn financial skills and become sophisticated investors. With the rise of new technology, the time is coming for people to break free from Adam Smith's terrible paradigm of the division of labor. A very different career strategy. Life itself is all about the right mix of specialization and generalization, standardization, and individualism. It has been that way since the beginning of time. Beings with a high level of specialization were more effective than other creatures with less specialization. However, too many too specialized species went extinct when their environment changed too much, too fast. So, being a highly specialized person might provide us with a lot of success, cash, and a decent salary. However, we might lose our job overnight if nobody needs our skills anymore. I have seen many smart people who became highly trained, specialized individuals working in their field for several years and have saved a considerable amount of money during that period. They prepared for the day when their specialization was no longer needed or when they were ready to do something else. But others were not, they have often not saved enough money to sustain a career transition. Why not be a fisherman for a while? I have some friends who were fishermen for several years when they were younger. They worked on a ship far out at sea sometimes for three or four months in a row. When they returned on shore, they would receive a paycheck that exceeded many other people's annual salary. After being fishermen for several years, they earned enough money to pay cash for several condominiums, fourplexes, and other income-producing assets. These assets then produced enough income for them to cover more than their monthly living expenses. Many of these friends are now successful businessmen, investors, and advisors. Fortunately, we are all highly flexible and intelligent beings who can change and adapt to different environments. Like the fishermen, Some people can even use these human attributes to benefit by taking advantage of highly specialized skills to make enough money to be then able to pursue other things. Adam Smith already foresaw the essence of industrialism in his book The Wealth of Nations by determining that labor division represents an increase in productivity. For Smith, specialization of labor was the dynamic engine of economic progress. And he must have been right. Most would agree that the last two or three centuries worldwide economic development is a unique success story in human history. However, in a further chapter of the same book, Smith criticizes labor division by writing that labor specialization leads to a mental mutilation in workers. Today we know that there are limits to labor specialization. 
I even suggest that the current employment system requires white-collar and blue-collar workers to be too specialized for an extended period, in many cases, an entire work life. A few would argue that this is the cause of all kinds of distortions in our society, leading to extremely high divorce rates, social isolation, mental mutilation and decadence, and certain extremist behaviors. This book could provide solutions to solve the problem of such an over-specialization. I believe the time is here for a more sophisticated view on employment, entrepreneurship and investorship. Do you still work for money? Can you imagine a world where people do not work for money but experience only? My impression is that being employed is the hobby of the rich and the curse of the poor. What if employment could be everyone's hobby? For example, I know great musicians whose hobby is playing and sell music, and they do so with more success than some other people who play professionally. In particular, one friend of mine inherited a blacksmith business from his father that he had little interest in pursuing. However, instead of turning away from the company or selling it, he decided to work with his father for several years in the business. Later, he took over the business and today let his employees manage it. Meanwhile, he pursued a career in music and now makes more money with his own record company than his father's business ever did. Now, he owns two very successful companies. The point I am making is that if his father did not have a business, he might not have been able to become a successful musician. When he was younger, he did not need to work, working was a hobby for him, but he learned how to run a business. And making music was his passion, which, like his dad did with his company, turned his passion into a business. The world will be a better place. Would the world not be a much better place if we all had the chance to pursue our dreams like my friend? Can you see what would happen if people inherited income-producing assets like small businesses or real estate from their parents instead of liabilities like homes or cars that are not paid off in most cases? What would happen if retirees lived from income, which comes from their income-producing asset instead of accumulated 401k money that will very likely be all used up when they die? What would happen if people asked themselves how much income per month they needed to retire instead of how much money they needed in the bank account? In a financially sophisticated world, our kids would be able to work for experience instead of money. And what if we could even teach our kids how to create real income-producing assets that generated real value every month? They could not only live from these assets, but they would also be able to contribute valuable work and knowledge to produce even more valuable assets. This book is written for everybody interested in breaking free from the traditional economic thinking driven by the division of labor principles. It is written for people who like to look behind the curtain of the current financial system to see a world that is not dependent upon money but instead creates utility and value.